And we're live. Good evening and welcome to Mountain Bears. I'm Ace tonight, and of course with me tonight is my co-host with the most is Techie Jet. Hello, hello. Hello. All right. Yeah. Sorry. I now have like the multi-screen thing going and it's awesome. Uh-huh. Both- like, well, because I've got now I've got the really wide monitor. And All right. Just about yeah, that's how wide. Um and curved. So I've got two windows up on it, and then the second monitor has a third window going. So, like, I can see everything. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm loving it. Like, I don't know what it was with the other monitor. It just was not happy. Like, the previous monitor, Uh like, putting two windows side by side was not a happy thing. Mm -mm. It never was. It just, mm, no. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What did you do? What did I do? Yeah, you just got really loud. Yeah. Well, that's oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you start playing the video in the background? Hi. Yeah, Kevin. I'm trying to get some social on. Hey, Brenda. Hello, Mary. So glad you could join us. Yes. Hi, Kathy. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a busy, interesting week. It has. If you're not noticing the, it's beginning to look a little bit like Christmas. I mean, right. I, like it gets worse. There's more. Yeah. So much more. There's a kitchen <laughs> tree. There's a bathroom tree. There's a dining room tree. There's a living room tree. There's an office tree. There's two office trees. But yeah, well, uh, for three office trees divided amongst two offices total. Yep. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of trees. Yeah. It was a weird moment. We have a bathroom tree. Because I was just sitting looking at one tree going, where the hell are we putting that? Well, it's why it goes in the bathroom. Yeah. And we still didn't have to use the freaking silver tree. I know. I know. You hate that tree. Hi, Mika. Like, your mother loved that tree. Like she was, she was so happy with that tree last year. Mm-hmm. It looks like somebody's hat. <laughs> okay. Like what? Like that, or like how do you mean? Like somebody's tin floral hat. Oh, it is a little stovepipey. And honey, is your green on? Is my what on? Hold up your soda again and look at the screen. <laughs> oh, that is cool. Oh, I did not know. I did not know. That's amazing. You know, I probably actually did inadvertently turn that on. Um, because we were working on stuff and um yeah. So there we go. We'll fix that. See, I have soda. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ooh, cotton candy pink tree. I could deal with that. Yeah, those were all the rage a few years back. Mm-hmm. Like the saddest part of our Christmas is um, out of my grandmother's stuff, I did take with me the fiber optic tree, um, which that poor, the poor defenseless animal. 
Um, that poor tree is probably 30 years old at this point, or at least 25. Um, and yeah, this, the spare projector bulb finally died. Mm -hmm. And we're like, oh, come on. I don't think it died as much as it just like rusted and corroded. Like it's 20 some years old. Like the first one lasted like 18 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, hello, Father Tom. Hello, Father Tom. I need to catch up with you. Yay. I think we got to catch up with a lot of people. We do. I'm going to start making a list. Basically? Yeah. I don't know. It's just been, like, wild here for the last while. Well, and there's been a lot going on in the world. Um especially to hot topics, especially to everything else. It's all over the place. Oh, yeah. But we've seen some interesting developments literally within the past hours, but I want to back up to Tuesday night. Oh, okay. Yeah, because we no more than finished the show, and, like, there's this weird moment mm -hmm. where, like, we have to catch up with things that are currently going on. Well, wow. alerts, and I'm well, like, oh, see, I wasn't like, yeah. I really don't have everything open. Well, um, you know, and I was just still getting used to the the big monitor. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I like I'll. It's not that I don't have things open. It's just I can't see them. Mm -hmm. Like if it's not pertaining to the show, it's not usually in front of me. Right. You know, it's not like I have Twitter open over here. Um, like I've got like Facebook articles we're covering and, you know, the broadcast studio. Uh-huh. Um, that's my setup here. Well, I've um, got Facebook, a live stream of, on YouTube, the Hootsuite we're running, the studio, Google News, and then my cell phone is right here where I can see notifications. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, mine doesn't even light up. Right. It's just sitting over here. Right. It's like, uh -huh. Yeah. But you haven't touched me in 45 minutes, so, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. I get notifications, and I'm like, we have West Virginians in the audience. We are West Virginians. I can't see what's going on other than something has done wrong. Yes. Yeah, so I no more than close out the studio and fall back to, like, my Facebook home, to my mm -hmm. timeline. And it's like, oh, what the hell? Like, it was just like post, 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 post on the uh, uh, Kim Moores mm -hmm. uh, in Charleston, West Virginia. Well, technically, Bell, uh, West Virginia. Right. Yeah, right. You'll never find Bell, West Virginia. Just drive towards Charleston, keep going, and you'll find Bell. Right. Um, like, it literally, there should be a dinging, like a ringing when you hit, get there. Um, you know, or an antebellum woman, one of the two. Um, but because it's that tiny, no, there needs to be a bell witch there. Okay, there could be that. Anyhow, there was an explosion, there was a locked uh, shelter in place for two hours, and they started at one mile and then they went to two miles. And I'm like, okay. No, that ain't good. That ain't good. Let's get through this. 
Yeah, really because, sorry, we are not a news station. We are a commentary station. Well, this is true. Granted, we do talk about stuff in the news, but yeah, that would be, like, that was going to be a weird one. Like, we were having to catch up on it. Right. Um, to figure out, like, what is going on. And yeah, there would have been a lot of, like, really screwy comments on that one. Well, not only that, but it's like, because they, within like an hour, they went from one mile to two miles. Mm -hmm. We are in the airflow for if DuPont, aka Kim Moore, or whatever they want to call themselves now. Yeah, yeah it used to be the DuMont, uh, DuPont chemical factory, mm -hmm. and people still refer to it that way. Like, even the original reports was the old DuPont <laughs> because people know what that is and it clicks and like Kim Moore's who's this. Right. Um, but um, because there's even a town name after this factory, DuPont, West Virginia. So we're in that air draft. Mm -hmm. Like if they got hit by Russian missiles, mm -hmm. we would be affected. Right. Well, and then there's also the after effects of anything that goes wrong. Right. Um, while we're not technically in the direct line of that, um, there's the downriver effects because they are located right next to a very major river. Yes. Um, that feeds a lot of water supply for the southern part of the state. Um, in it, now, what? Yeah, flowing Ooh. differently. Oh, right. Sorry, other direction. Welcome to West Virginia, where everything is backwards. But yeah, it's the Northern Flowing River. Yes. Oh, uh, I always forget that. Yeah. Like, and I used to tell people that one is in West Virginia. We're so backwards. We have a river that flows north. Um, like <laughs> that'll get you some giggles. Let me tell you now, um, because people always start in. Like they do, they start in and they're like, Yeah, I'm gonna make stupid comments, yeah. Uh -huh. And it's like, Yeah, that's fine, whatevs. Um, let's just angle it. I didn't understand. Let's just angle them, go ahead and make the comment. And they're like, Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. If you cut them off at the knees and get them laughing, usually they'll leave it alone. Or you um, cut them off to the knees, and at least then you can slap them easier. It's easier on the shoulders, guys. Yeah. But, no. I mean, there's there's all kinds of, like, weird things about West Virginia that mess people up. Like Green Bank. That became a conversational topic this uh, week. Um, in one of the Tales... Well, one of the Reddit groups I'm in, Tales for, uh, from Tech Support. Uh-huh. <laughs> of course. Um, but no, tells from tech support, someone was talking about how great of a vacation they had at Green Bank or in the area of Green Bank, West Virginia, um, where the, the observatory is. And it, because, you know, as a fellow tech employee, like there's no cell service, there's no Wi-Fi, internet connections were hard for them to come by. They, no one from their office could get in touch with them. And they're like, I love this. Uh -huh. And I'm like, oh, wait till you explore the rest of West Virginia. <laughs> we have whole counties <laughs> mm -hmm. that are pretty much like that. Mm -hmm. um, which, you know, and, and then I started rattling off some of the issues that brings up. Mm -hmm. uh, because I actually, through one of my clients, they have an employee 
that works from home in Green Bank. Um, and this is a unique challenge. Um, try finding a color multifunction with facts and disable disableable um, Wi-Fi inkjet printer. Try finding that. It's fun. Mm -hmm. Like that's one of those weird, funky little features because she's in Green Bank and she can get in trouble for as little as having that little Wi-Fi signal coming out of her printer. See, something there just doesn't sound particularly up to date. How do you mean? Like, I don't know. I think we could, you know, do better than that. Well, uh, not unless you shield her house. Like, you would have to build a Faraday cage around her house. That could be uh, done in siding. Well, but still. that's But that's the whole thing with Green Bank, is it's a radio telescope. They have some, like, this is a quiet area uh, for radio frequency to not interfere with that telescope. Mm -hmm. So, um, they actually have a little truck with a little radio, like, broad-spectrum receiver. Mm -hmm. It goes driving and will literally drive up her driveway straight up to her door and see what they can detect. And this truck just goes around and around and around, periodically, checking every single house in that community for any leaking, like, Wi-Fi, radio signals, anything. Mm -hmm. anything that could interfere with that telescope. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, it's an interesting thing. Well, it really is. It, and I get, like, a lot of people are like, oh, my God, how do you live like that? Um, and you get, but you get quirky sentences out of people or you run into quirky things with it. Mm -hmm. um, like, some accounts require verification through text message. She lives and works from home in Green Bank. The woman doesn't own a cell phone, except for this cheap little flip phone, and she doesn't even know the number. And because she's at home right now, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so she's like, what do you want me to do? Get in the car, drive outside of the community. <laughs> <laughs> to get a signal to get the verification code and drive back? No, that's where you use Google Voice <laughs> and get it. Do what now? It's where you can use Google Voice and get it. Well, true, but still, it was a moment. It was a moment. Mm -hmm. It was a moment. But, you know, we had a moment, too. Okay. Uh, you know that you cannot buy a Christmas tree that is not pre-lit. Yeah, we had that experience. We tried to find one for you. Yes. It's not pre-lit. And you're like, this is insane. Like, we, we were looking all through that store, and it's like, there are no non-pre-lit trees anymore. <laughs> like, it was so now you have to own two trees. <laughs> at minimum. One being a colored tree. And another one being a clear tree. Pray tell why. Because one year you might want colored lights. And the next year you might want to do white Christmas. Now, I think you have to make a conscious decision in the store. 
uh-huh. of like you're you're on a life path, and you're either color light people or you're white light people, mm-hmm. and you're just you're committing to this forever, mm-hmm. or until the tree dies, which is um, about five years. Mm, not true. Mm-hmm. Not with the better bases, because that's the part that always breaks. Now it's the branches that always go to hell. No. We even talked about this in the story. Get into your tree. Storing it in the attic. What do you grab the top of it and wrap it around your arm? I mean, that is not how you put up a Christmas tree. Uh, oh, see, there you go. Better choice. Color changing tree. Ooh, that would be nice. Of course, you thought I had the uh, lights that do that. Oh, yeah, 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 because, yeah, you plugged them up, and it's got, like, had the, the pack on it, and uh-huh. for those of you who are old enough, you know what I'm talking about. Um, this was a thing back in the 90s. It was the hot item. Um, yours was different than what I thought. Yours just was, like, a changeable blink speed. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's hitting that gr- big, giant green pack at the end of a set of lights, and my first thought was, oh, God, he has one. Um, like, I thought <laughs> I had gotten away from it. Um, but the they used to have, back in the 90s, big hot thing, was the lights with the little button you could hit, and it would sit there and play Christmas music and flash the lights along with it. So, you know, Silent Night, you know, um, oh gosh, it was all the Christmas. Silent Night, Okay, Faithful. Yes. Little Drummer Boy. And where if you put it in line first, all the ones you attach to it would flash. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was, and it, it wasn't like it was nice music. You know, it wasn't like, you know, a choral version or, you know, even a nice MIDI file. It was just like, uh, like this little tonal thing. Like ding, 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 ding. Yeah, like that. Yeah, thank you for not getting this copy struck. I do what I try, I, or I do what I can. Yeah, but no, I think that that would be cool to come back, but you can Bluetooth to it. I would put those in the office. I don't know. I think a Wi-Fi version, like Chromecast for your Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. I think that would be cool. Um, but then again, if I were going to go that far with it, I think I would do one of the trees with the LED, uh, with the oh, um, I forget what it's called. Um, basically it's the LED strips that you can control the individual LEDs, what color they are and whether they're on and off. Uh huh. And yeah, I think I would just have like a crazy, crazy Christmas tree. Ashley. But yeah. Hi, Ashley. Oh, how is, how, how, how is the uh, eviction process? You know, we have to ask. And for those of you just turning tuning in for the first time, we're talking about the baby eviction. Like she is pregnant. We're we're checking on baby, you know, baby update. Right. I almost called it baby gate. It's, oh god. This is the worst squatter ever. 
Um, like I, I think Ashley is slowly being killed by adverse possession of a womb. Um, just saying. There's progression. Um, He's moving. He's packing his bags. <laughs> oh dear. There's an eclipse on the 14th, Ashley. Oh, nothing significant. Oh. Well, hopefully. Yes. <laughs> but no, it was for I think it would be cool to have them because I'm going to light the boxes up behind me. Mm-hmm. Like all the gamers do. Um, but I think it would be cool to have you know, it Bluetooth so that it would rhythm. Oh. Yeah. That could be fun. That could be fun. Yep. Yes. Yes. But, yeah. No, we've been talking about doing the, the boxes, and that was actually the original plan for what is originally my background that you're using. Uh-huh. Sorry, you're using my background. Uh-huh. I like mine better. <laughs> but yeah, I'll leave it alone. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, oh. But yeah. But yeah. So there, there's just been a few lawsuits, 56 of them to be exact. Oh, only 56? I mean, you must be doing something right. Or wrong. Well, you know. And finally... Okay, it sounds like a Trump company. It is a Trump company because it's the Trump thing. Oh, it's the Trump thing. Sorry, I'm, I thought we were starting with the other thing. We'll start like, with this one first. Okay. And then we'll do the new principle of South Hills High or South Hills... South something another South, South Charleston. Yes. Uh, Let's go there yeah, first. Do what now? Let's go there first. Okay. So in finalizing news, um, the Kanawha County Board of Education has gone with Miss Williams as principal of South Charleston, mm-hmm. as was recommended by the court. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, I think this is the Board of Education going, you know, mea culpa, <laughs> we're, we're done, like, please don't sue us anymore, stop suing us, stop calling us, leave us alone, she got the job, uh-huh. like, you know, could some lesbians quit, like, you know, offering to, uh, quit offering to, like, jack our shit, um, like, because, you know, well, I think that they could, you know, very well help the school out. Now, granted, there was a case at Woodrow Wilson where the, all the pride flags suddenly came down out of the classrooms. And that's a big issue at Woodrow Wilson. That's mm-hmm. another school. Um, but that's Raleigh County. That's not Kanawha County. Yeah, but still, these are big counties in our state. They're not like the tiny, like, to be fair, if like Monongalia County, Kanawha County, Raleigh County, um, there's a few others. Mm-hmm. Greenbrier County, like those are places you expect, or Cabell, um, those are places that you expect to be a little more progressive. Mm-hmm. There's cities, there's colleges, there's big things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these are larger tourist destinations. These are, you know, 
convention areas. These are places that you have events. Mm -hmm. uh, and you have a broad spectrum of people working at a broad spectrum of companies. Right. Um, so you expect more. Mm -hmm. Or I do. You know, like, be better. I don't know if you remember or not, but the, I believe it's Montgomery, Morgantown. I was really impressed. Their high school has a Wiccan coven student body. Oh. Yeah. Gotta love the student orgs. Yes. Student orgs are great. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. So this is a, we have one victory and then we have another trying to become political. And I was like, we just stop. Yeah. Shut up, stop. You never win these cases. You didn't win the bathroom case. You didn't win. You know. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things that go on there. But what my whole point was, there's other counties where it's like when this stuff happens, mm -hmm. it's just kind of like, okay. You yeah. know, like Clay County. Like, has anyone been able to answer what is in Clay County? Like, is there anything there? Like, they have a whole development office that became really, you know, under fire after their, uh, what was it, uh, development manager, city manager, I forget, mm -hmm. um, started making fun of Michelle Obama back a few years ago. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's been a hot minute. Mm -hmm. um, but no, the it was just nuts. Um but it's like, what the hell's in Clay County? No. Is there anything in Clay County worth mentioning? Right. Like, what's in Clay County? It just seems to be a lot of nothing. Right. But they have a development office. Well, I'm sure they'll develop something there other than coal mines. Um. But again, Clay County pulls their stunt and we're like, yeah, okay. You know. Give them 22 yeah. years. Yeah, you know. Okay. Like Monroe County pulls this stunt. Yeah. It's a little backwoods. Mm -hmm. Like most of Monroe County is. Um, it, it's a little backwoods. So, okay, fine. You know, Clay County, yeah, we still don't know what's there. Like those counties were to pull a stunt. We're just like, par for the course. Got it. You mm -hmm. know. But then again, our bigger counties do this, and we're like, what? Well, well like, okay, now we have problems. Mm -hmm. Now we have issues. You know, after we've raised money for your schools, we've you know, made sure that your schools have what they need. Mm -hmm. You know, because, sorry, we have more disposable income. We don't raise children. We just finance them. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> it, well, but again, you're always cranky about, you're always cranky about like the school levies and all of that and yeah. like, the taxes that go to schools. I'm like, no, I'm like the likelihood that one of these kids will end up working a drive through that I have to frequent means I want them to be able to form a sentence and make sure my crap goes in my bag. Well, I like get that. Basic, basic education. That's where I'm at. I if my money that. was going to the teachers. Oh, yeah. The exactly. equipment for the schools. And they were maintaining the schools. 
I would be all for that. Well, now but, that's a, that's more of a Fayette County problem, and I understand why you have that one. Is Fayette County has been really bad. Like we don't know where their money goes, but it is apparently not into the classroom, into the building, into teacher salaries, or you know anything like that. Or student that equipment money just disappears. Yeah, like it's like there's a giant funding source. We don't know where it goes. Greg Lowe's pocket. Indian, I'm not making accusations. I'm just saying, like, look around. Mm -hmm. Like, because well, we I have to go to the... Well, because we separately have to go, uh, for Fayette County, have to go back to the state every, like, 50 years and be like, hi, we let another school fall down. Let's buy another one. Right. Let's destroy another neighborhood. But... Mm -hmm. The other side of this, and I got into a debate with this because this was actually at in Mercer County. Okay. Their school board needs re-educated. Oh, what did Mercer County pull? Start telling teachers. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, sorry. I forgot for a second. Yeah. So, yeah, Mercer County here this past week apparently decided to blame the current state of education on teachers that the teachers in the middle of a pandemic that the teachers were not trying hard enough they weren't doing enough they were not you know basically it's all their fault yeah that went over like a ton of bricks well i think if there if there's going to be if the you are a member of the board of education you mm -hmm. need to be an educator in a classroom yeah the, you know you should be the first one on a sub call Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. I think it would be amazing. Um, but no, there's, there, like, Mercer County's Board of Education is an interesting group. Mm -hmm. um, because, yeah. yeah. I just want to know specifically which um, members said the dumb. Because I know one on that board, if she was, or, or one of the board members, or at least two, I would think, um, that if they're the ones that said this, oh, that's just like double dirty. Right. Um, because one, um, one person is a kindergarten teacher of mine, or excuse me, a kindergarten principal, um, and the other is someone that, like, she spent so many years in the classroom mm -hmm. and is, um, you know, has a very strong IT field. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I would be horrified to find out that either one of them opened their mouth and said that. Right. Like, I can't imagine their personal lives right now. <laughs> well, I don't care about personalized what i care about is the ones that will be the students they're producing and the stress and you know we know one teacher that started out in mercer county and couldn't wait to get out of the county because they were treated so badly oh okay yeah yeah it's uh, well again it can be weird but no there's a national shortage of uh, substitute teachers mm-hmm no, Aysen doesn't have time for that job, but Aysen says there's at least seven substitute teachers on Fayette County Board. I don't know about Mercer County Board. 
that need to get in there and teach. Yeah. And they need to teach BD and LL and LD classes. Well, assuming they're still even called that. Uh, yeah. Are they? I don't know what they're called now. Like, they're I would like I would have hoped they would have at least got rid of the the like you know disabled part of that because it always sounded so bad. Like even back then, I thought it sounded bad. Mm -hmm. Like learning disabled, disabled, and uh, behavioral disorder. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, no, yeah, like that's just like eh. that's an ugly way to term either one of those. Right, because um, any board of education that can write a $90 million SB loan for a building can write a 50000 SB loan to buy every teacher top-of-the-line laptop and a good office chair and a good desk and any other equipment they need for broadcasting. Hmm. Well, yeah, and that's the big, as Ashley brings up a good point, though, about the difference between West Virginia and other states is, quite frankly, it, <laughs> um, we lose a lot of teachers to surrounding states. That's how poorly we pay. Mm -hmm. um, North Carolina, especially, and that's even considering North Carolina still isn't one of the best paying states. No, but they also do tuition re reimbursement. Teach well, two sure. years and your loans are gone. Mm -hmm. Not in West Virginia. Well, and I don't know though with uh, North Carolina if that applies to out-of-state educators. Like as in if you did everything out-of-state, started your career out-of-state, and then moved in-state. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like I, I know North Carolina has a bunch of like tuition reimbursement programs. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how exactly they apply to what. Right. Um. But yeah, or at least they're supposed to have. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think North Carolina as a state has done better with it mm -hmm. than even like the federal promises that were made. Oh, wow. So they're actually working with her to uh, help her get a second master's. Mm -hmm. Nice. Very, yeah. very nice. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But anyhow, you know, they can write a $50 million loan, get these teachers the equipment they need, and then give them, give them, you know, as many PPE suits they need mm -hmm. to go anywhere they need to go for home visits. And they need to look at the teachers and say, y'all are staying home instead of the kids. Figure out. Here's two weeks of training mm -hmm. on how to use your technology. Because half the problem is, and what I've heard, is teachers don't know how to use the technology. Well, some of that is very common, um, mm -hmm. uh, and that actually happened in Mercer County, um, and it was actually kind, almost comical, mm -hmm. almost comical. Um, what happened in Mercer County is, and it was called the great, the the like the great disaster of technology. The county spent all this money on putting computers in the classroom. Great big giant project. Put computers in the classroom. Um, so they bought all the computers. They bought a bunch of software. They s had budgets for you know the equipment and the cabling and the wiring or rewiring in some most cases. Um, all of these things. Then they forgot that 
like we have to train the educators how to use the equipment because this was the late 80s. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these people had never seen a computer. Right. Like, because there was a time, or if they had, it wasn't something they had ever touched. Right. Like, they didn't know how to turn it on. They didn't know how to use it. They didn't know how to, like, what all they could do with it. They didn't understand mm -hmm. necessarily, like, you could do this or you could do that or blah, blah, blah. So I kind of got my IT start early mm -hmm. um, because it just so happened um, that right around, I think, the early 90s uh, or, well, late 80s, yeah, I got my first computer, which was a little Apple II Plus. Um, so used, it was ridiculous. But that's exactly what uh, they had put Apple IIEs all throughout the, uh, through Mercer County. Mm -hmm. um, so ended up, I, I could, you know, help <laughs> for those right. that wanted to listen. Right. Um, but we knew in March that this, that this winter was not going to be good especially mm -hmm. for schools. Why the heck did they not go, okay, everyone is going to go to this auditorium. The janitors are going to set up tables and screens and whatever we got to do to protect you. And you're wearing a mask all day. And from middle of May into the end of August, we're going to train you how to operate remote learning and learning styles remotely. Well, and I think moreover, if they had just started with, okay, we're going to like go through the list of uh, literally everyone, like every principal, call all of your teachers, mm -hmm. get an idea where their technology proficiency is. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're going to first, you know, pull this one group that is like technology deficient. Mm hmm. And we're going to figure out how to at least get them some basics mm -hmm. and a basic general understanding and run them through one course. Mm -hmm. And we will figure out, because hopefully this will be a smaller group, um, not huge, but figure out how to train them. Mm -hmm. And in a classroom setting, but figure out how to train them. And then once you get them up to speed, do a mass um, online training. Yes. So they could get and then start making those into webinars. Right. Um, where they're learning, you know, it, it's almost a, a literal continuing education mm -hmm. of, you know, how to deal with this, how to cope with this, how to work the system so that you can best interact with students. Yep. I would have thought would have been where this would have been. Right. Um, and it doesn't sound like anyone's really saying that's what happened. No. It's like everyone's going, we just kind of got all this thrown at us and told, figure it out. Right. If you need help, don't call us. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yes, call us. Mystic PCs will happily help you. Oh, yeah. No, but I mean, like, as in the state said, mm -hmm. like, just figure it out. Right. Just figure it out. Mm -hmm. Um, but personally, I would have thought someone in this would have been like, wait a minute, here's a theory. What if we go through, get in touch with all, all of our educators and seriously try to understand who's technology deficient, 
who's at least good enough they can get online, log into a Zoom call, or you know whatever, and then eat your own dog food, whatever you're teaching these kids on. Mm -hmm. That's that's what you're gonna use. Mm -hmm. to do this great big giant class of educators, so you find out your pain points. Mm -hmm. um, that way you get that experience. Right. Um, the other side of this is, and the schools should walk, should take this into into characterization. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a large drop dropout rate because students can't get to school. Mm -hmm. Give them virtual option continually. Well, it's not even can't get to school. It's things like bullying. Right. Um, you know, I, like, I, I'm sorry. I have family members that have dropped out for that. Yeah. Like, and to in specific, um, neither one of them has managed to get a, um, a high school diploma or a GED. Mm-hmm. Um, both are fairly traumatized. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, with education as a whole shebang. Right. Um, whereas a better virtual op uh, option mm -hmm. would have given them, you know, granted, for one, that wasn't really an option. Mm -hmm. Like, it was a little ways back on mm -hmm. the road. Um, but the other one is still young enough that it's like, where's all this virtual learning? Like, what? Right. <laughs> like, you know, this has been in the last few years. Yeah. Like, where, where were, where were his options yeah. that let him learn from home? Right. Where are the options that would have given him the access he needed mm -hmm. to get the education he needs? Mm -hmm. Um, to you know, I like, I don't understand. Right. You know, I, I mean, <laughs> I hi. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about Supreme Court number one, the important one. Mm hmm. Go for so, it. Texas's attorney general, who's under investigation by the federal government for <laughs> proper use of his powers as. Attorney General of Texas mm -hmm. <clears throat> got a crosshair up his elbow and drank a little too much Kool-Aid, and I mean Kool-Aid, if you know what I mean, and decided he was just going to sue Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Wisconsin mm -hmm. for how he ran their elections. So he got it. And 17 other idiots joined in drinking the Kool-Aid. Like, I think they all were, you know, we'll give our, you know, Morrissey a pass because he's got COVID right now. So he's probably on some heavy drugs. Oh, no, we're not giving Morrissey a pass. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. No. I was just saying he's drinking extra Kool-Aid. No, he's just extra. Like, he is extra bad. Yes. So, with the Supreme Court, they demanded responses today. They issued a ruling uh, five hours ago mm -hmm. was when everything hit the heel, so, and they responded 
literally right before we went to air. So probably mm-hmm. within the last hour, they're, they're issued their response mm-hmm. that said, no, states cannot sue other states. Well, technically not true. You can, but you have to have a reason to do so. Uh-huh. And ultimately what the Supreme Court said is, get out of here. Yeah. Like, this doesn't affect you. Uh-huh. Like how the state runs their elections, what the outcome of their election is in terms of their electors does not grant you standing. Right. In this case or uh-huh. to file this case. Mm-hmm. Um so go home. Sit down and get over it. Right. Um because the this is, you know, a weird phenomenon. It does. It's not that it doesn't ever happen. It's not that it can't happen. Mm-hmm. It's just usually it it doesn't need to. Typically, right. when it occurs, it actually has more to do with water rights mm-hmm. and access to water. When you have water sources crossing a, a multiple state lines, right? Um, and you know you need that access. Right. Um, for and then the lawsuits occur because you're building dams, you're preventing flow, you're setting up, uh, allowing companies to pull too much, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually has more to do with agriculture. Right. Um. So yeah, it's. <laughs> um. That's usually when you see one state states sue another. Right. Um. Or multiple even. Um, but no, this, this was just such a weird, like pulled it out of thin air, like attempt at a, a, a a lawsuit. Right. Like that's where I'm at with it is you just pulled this out of thin air. Right. Like what's a weirdo random legal precedent we could use here. And it's like, I know there's this thing about water rights. Okay. Let's use that. Uh huh. You know, which granted, I'm sure Texas has had to do before. Right. Like when you look at a lot of um, Texas has a water problem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it does. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's a very dry state to begin with. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's lots of agriculture in the states above it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure there's a lot of like fighting to try to make sure the state of Texas has water. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm sure it's a, 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 a claim or at least a court case they're used to trying to pursue mm-hmm. is suing other states mm-hmm. um, to you know get something. Mm-hmm. Well, again, so you know the state, the Supreme Court, we were very worried with you know since you know this does have to do with Trump. He did appoint three judges to the thing. Mm-hmm. All three of his judges said, "Ain't touching this. Nope, 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 nope. This is not within our bounds to do." Yeah. Well, and I think that's a lot of the concern of what it could turn into. Right. Um, as well as no, you don't like, where's your standing? Like right. you don't have a leg to stand on here. This is a weirdo, weirdo way to go about this. Right. Um, what I was interested in and was who the dissenters who at least wanted to hear the case. And part of me thinks they just wanted to hear the case to see what it was. Uh, I don't know that it was entirely that. I think some of it was just it, like, 
they were on the fence about, you know, not granting Texas the right to sue another state. Right. Because or other what opens up is like North Carolina could sue West Virginia because the people that come from West Virginia and move to North Carolina impact the state's population and drive up cost of living. And that would be a suit they have standing in, um, in terms of North Carolina is directly affected. Yeah. Like, that could be a thing. Right. Is or California sue all 48 other, well, all 49 other states for the effects on the environment that is caused by them that adversely affect global warming in California. Uh, again, that would at least have a, like the beginning of standing is you are directly affected the and that was the whole point being made in tax in the Texas case. Mm-hmm. Where's your standing? Mm-hmm. How are you affected? Uh-huh. Like you're you're talking about this state over here, their election and their electors, and how the the you know that may influence the final outcome of of the total number of electors but where's your standing it doesn't affect you right like this isn't about your state it's not going to adversely impact your state whatever goes on in that state didn't affect your state mm -hmm. what are you doing over here buddy mm -hmm. like you're where your... pardons what he's doing yeah, really. Hey, he's going to need it. <laughs> yeah, he's going to need it. I don't think, that, you know, he's going to get it, but he's trying for it. Mm -hmm. It's like Tiger King's trying to get pardoned. Pardon? Tiger King, oh, God. Joe Exotic, is trying to get Kim Kardashian to get him a pardon. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, weird world. Mm-hmm. Very world world. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I think it was one of those that even if they had heard it, it's like, what are we supposed to do? Right. And that was the like, other part of the statement is there's no way we could grant relief. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and that was even, and that was part of the dissenting opinion was that, and then what do we do? Uh -huh. Like even if you have standing, mm -hmm. like even if we go with this weirdo legal principle that you're trying to make here, mm -hmm. you know, out a whole cloth that you, without being directly affected, are directly affected enough to be able to bring this suit. Mm -hmm. Um, what do you want us to do? Right. Because ultimately, you know. This is going to set a weirdo precedent if we side with you. Yes. And no, we don't want to get into that. <laughs> well, not only do we not want to get into that, we don't want to open that gate up. Because mm -hmm. I'm sure there are some AGs that are just biting at the bit. To yeah, see Oh, come on. You know, Morrissey was wanting to, one, get his name in on that. Two. Yeah. Yeah, if Texas had had standing, uh huh, and you know these seventeen other attorney generals found out, um, how many other lawsuits would there have been? 
Oh, I think there would have been other like crazy, crazy like legal precedent out of nowhere. Uh huh. Which I mean, I'm I'm glad we're at least still like kind of following you know legal precedent here. Like yay. Um, because that was one of our concerns, and that was, and again, going back to the original part of the story, is that this was one of the concerns in, you know, like, Trump stacking a Supreme Court. Yeah. Is you could end up with a lot of, like, break from precedent, and holy crap, the new precedent. Right, but Um, the problem is, is the Constitution in Article 3 addressed this. The state... mm -hmm runs their elections any way they see fit like in i believe it was 1940s it may have been omaha they could not hold an election what they had to do was have their supreme court not the supreme the legislating body in itself vote for the electoral president i gotta go off cam okay oh so He'll be back. But, you know, so it can be often looking at those legal precedents and there's fine pieces of the Constitution that we all studied in civics class and thought, oh, my God, that's horrible. Why did our founding fathers even write that into the federal papers or the justice papers? Oh, absolutely. Sorry about that, guys. I moved wrong, and I started to dislocate my hip. Um, (laughs) It was very painful. And I was like, I am bubble wrapping you. I know. I know, right? But no, it was like, I've got to stand up. I've got to stand up now. (laughs) Like, I was about to. Anyway, what I was talking about was the importance of the Federalist Papers, the importance Hmm. of of the... uh, Jefferson Papers, the importance of the Constitution. The founding fathers weren't nice about, mm-hmm. like, they were in, there has been fistfights in the Constitutional Congress mm-hmm. when this yeah. stuff was written. And that's the reason why it's structured this way, is for these cases. Mm-hmm. Well, and just the general ideas that were embodied there and what the general thoughts were. Mm-hmm. was that we do not want to get into a dictatorship mm-hmm. or a monarchy mm-hmm. or anything that looks like that. Right. That we are going to have these different territories and, you know, they're, they're, there's going to be a multi-layered government and this you know, will create a whole system of checks and balances. Mm-hmm. But if you go in and you throw the apple cart over... Mm-hmm. And you start making it possible for, you know, a state to randomly say, hey, we don't like what that state's doing. It doesn't affect us, but we just don't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. No. Well, and, you know, when looking at, you know, the Federalist Papers, y'all guys think that the stuff we see in politics today is bad? Go read the Federalist Papers. And then mm-hmm. read the Jefferson Papers, which was the answer to the Federalist Papers. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Talk about throwing shade. Yeah, that's that's very true. Um, but no, well, and a lot of it was what like the and there were some questions about like what how were these things envisioned to work? Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes it wasn't always abundantly clear. 
And two different people could take it two different ways. Mm -hmm. um, so there were a lot of answers in that. Yeah. Um, especially from Jefferson about what was the original intent here. Mm -hmm. Like what was the theory? What was the idea? What was going on that this was created from mm -hmm. like separation of church and state right. and how that was meant to, to work. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that it, it, it effectively the argument got made was it you know this way to that way or was it that way to this way right and then were you to be free of religion mm -hmm. or you were you know uh the just simply that the state could not tell you what religion mm -hmm. but you were to still basically you know be a certain have one, yes. Right. Um, and that's still in debate because you also have uh, what is his name? Oh, I don't know. You're not like for George Washington. They made a movie and they've made a play out of him. Hamilton, Hamilton. the Hamilton Papers. It covers a lot of that, and that's still in debate on the separation of church and state, and it's a big debate now on exactly what role the church was allowed to play in government and what would happen. I believe we will see a clear distinction um, on that here very soon. Well, and I think we're going to have to, mm -hmm. um, because now we're kind of falling into the like predicted trap mm -hmm. of, you know, marrying politics and religion. Right. Um, for votes. Right. Um, and the, the nightmare that would become and has, um, to continue allowing, you know, churches to so openly participate in poli uh, political discussion, right. not that churches should, and their, and, or religion in general and, you know, religion specifically should be completely ignored. Mm -hmm. But you shouldn't be stumping from the pulpit. Right. Like, that's kind of the difference. Um, is it's not about ignoring, you know, the right of an individual to pursue their religion and practice their religion. Mm -hmm. But also going, okay, <laughs> there's a limit there. Mm -hmm. You know, your religion is, you know, heavily commingled with a politician or a political party or a political ide ideology. Mm -hmm. That's a whole different, you know, ball of wax. Right. We need you to stay over here, like stay in your lane, mm -hmm. do your thing. And, okay, yes, we totally understand that some of the things a government may do could potentially interfere with your with your religious practice. Mm -hmm. Yes, most certainly. That would be where you want to, you know, off-ramp into the discussion. Right. But no, you shouldn't be, you know, sitting here trying to push a political party or a political agenda. Right. And you shouldn't be in politics to begin with because of separation of church and state, which has become a very gray area. Mm-hmm. Very, very great area in um, religious doctrine, religious views, religious parties. 
Well, and West Virginia has had that problem, Kathy. Uh, and my home county, <laughs> back in my hometown, um, we actually, just a few years ago, um, had to end up in a uh, in litigation over Bi uh, uh, Bible in the Schools program. Mm -hmm. It was an actual thing that had gone on for decades in Mercer County. Mm -hmm. um, it was technically an elective class, um, though it did not exist as its own independent. Like you couldn't sign up for it in terms of like you have a four block schedule. Mm -hmm. You're going to take this time to go to that class and only that class. Mm -hmm. It was actually kids being pulled out of their classes, their regular education classes, for this. Mm -hmm. um, and it really made a big impact on the ability of like classroom function and classroom time. Mm -hmm. um, and it became a very ugly part of that school system mm -hmm. in terms of how kids who were not part of Bible in the schools um, were treated. Yeah. So, yeah, it became a kind of an ugly case. Well, and there's some other ugly cases out there. And, you know, since the 60s, they've tried to shy away from more using morals for governmental purposes. Well, yeah, or trying to base law off of religious morals. Right. Um, right. It's not that government is immoral. It's just that it should not be based off of any one religion's, you know, code of ethics. Right is the theory right um oh one oh yeah okay sorry i was misreading kathy's comment no i wouldn't be opposed right um to a world religions you know thing that happened you know one hour a day um or one hour a week even just like here's your flavor of the month or flavor of the week of like religious view Mm -hmm. um, I don't have a problem with that. Right. Um, what I have a problem with are, you know, uh, like local governments that will not allow anyone outside of a Christian religion mm -hmm. to do an opening prayer. Well, um, that has no place to begin with in a governmental proceeding. True. But if you're going to do it, at least it should be reflective uh -huh. of the entirety of a community right. and not just, you know, one set general theory and idea. Right. Um, you know, that's kind of a mess. Yeah. Which by the way, local governments, yeah, I am available to hold opening ritual for you. Oh, what Emily, you I'm sure does, um, have some stories there. Uh -huh. Um, regarding the great Kanawha County book protests of the seventies. Uh-huh. But yeah, no. And, but meanwhile, I went, this was also the same county, in case anyone's missed this story that I've told before. We, I clearly remember being in a class back in the 90s. Mm -hmm. We got a new science textbook. We were given an entire class with glue sticks to glue together the entire section on evolution in that textbook because Mercer County deemed that an, an unteachable topic. Nothing's unteachable. 
No, as in it should not be taught. Uh-huh. That this was not in alignment mm -hmm. with uh, teaching standards. That it was just a theory um, and wasn't one that was appropriate for students to learn in public education. Mm -hmm. That's what Bible and the schools did for us. Right. Um, were things like that. Right. Yes, seriously, I wish I were kidding. Um, we, we had to glue together textbooks. And it was sad. These were beautiful new textbooks. Mm -hmm. um, but there was a whole section on evolution. Take a glue stick, slap the pages together, slap the pages together. But we had a whole class period, and I will never forget what my science teacher had said, is I'm giving you the entire class period to glue together this you know, section of the textbook. You do that at your own pace. So some of us read that section and some of us did not. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It is, it's, it's a weird little county. Mm -hmm. um, it is kind of, well, in West Virginia in general, though, is very conservative. Like, if you didn't notice, we, we went way red mm -hmm. um, in the last election. Um, yeah, basically, I don't know. Well, what I want that investigated. Pardon? I want that investigated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, knowing that county, they're probably still using the textbook. Yeah. Um, that my science textbook actually said one day man will walk on the moon. <laughs> I am not joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of a mess. Um, no, but we had textbooks that were, yeah, like they had seen better decades. Right. Um, because some of them were literally that old. Yeah. Um, like Mercer County kind of went with the theory there weren't a lot of big changes in math. There weren't a lot of big changes in history. Mm -hmm. Um, at least up to a certain point. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like what new things can you say about you know something that happened in the 1800s that mm -hmm. would require new textbooks every so often? Um, <laughs> yes, Barry, I was born after 1969, honey. <laughs> yeah, a little outdated on the textbook. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and Emily, that is not true. Um, serpent handling is practiced in West Virginia, Kentucky. It is also practiced legally in Ohio, and it can be practiced in any state. However... They have to um, ensure that the snakes that are handled are well kept. It's the same thing as sacrificing ghosts. They can't stop you from doing it. You just have to do it humanely. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Ooh, diamondbacks and copperheads. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Let's see. And then. I'm sorry, Texas illegally, Louisiana? Not it may be considered illegal in Texas and oh, Louisiana. But yeah. no, that one actually went to the Supreme Court over it. They can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and again, that's one of those moments of like, yes, 
this is part of your religious practice. Go to, you know, like, I don't agree with it. I think it's a bad idea. But if you have an issue and government is trying to regulate your religious practice, then yes, most definitely go to the Supreme Court. Do that. Right. Like, what is the state's com compelling interest to interfere in my religious practice? Like, right. what are you doing and what, you know, rights do I have? Right. Um, and ultimately, what you're saying is they came back and said, okay, your state doesn't technically have a compelling interest there. Is that while their their stated compelling interest is the health and safety of every you know citizen of their state, mm -hmm. um, that shouldn't interfere with you, your religious practice and that choice to do that. Right. That, like, even if I think it's a bad idea, <laughs> um, you still have a right to do it. It all It is your individual choice to participate in that activity and that religious practice. Right. However, you have to handle animals humanely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, we don't allow bullfighting in this country. What? You can bullfight in the United States. Okay. Did not know that. Yes. Well, again, I think that falls in the category of, uh, I think it's more dangerous for the bullfighter. It's torturous for the bull. It's torture. Well, I'm not saying it's not, you know, painful and torturous for the animal. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just saying, I think it's a little more dangerous for the bullfighter. Right. Like, I'm sorry. That, that like, run with the bulls, bullfighting, mm-mm, no. Like, have you not seen what those horns are capable of? Right. Um, like, this is not something you should want to go do unless you have a death wish. Right. But so again, story time. Oh, story time. There's a story time. Y'all brought up hand, snake handling. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, my father <laughs> decided he would go visit the local tent revival and got asked to preach that evening. He didn't read into anything. He just saw the offering boxes at the front of the altar. Thought that, well, that's a little weird. Maybe they've got different missions going on or anything else. Halfway through the service, before he, he was supposed to speak, they started unlocking the offering boxes and had praise and worshiping music going on. Yeah, that was the fastest sermon I ever saw my father preach. And we were out of there. Yeah, we're not, for those not watching, it, they, they, they were not offering boxes. They were boxes with snakes. Yes. Um. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hello, Albert. Yes. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Um, yeah. I can only imagine. Like, that is one of those things that, like, you should warn people. Like, that's what this is. This is where you're at. This is what we're doing. This is what's going to go on. Like, I think that should be a great big, like, warning sign. Well, like, so you know. The problem being is is within the Pente the Pentecostal church takes the book of Acts. Okay. Literally. 
lay hands on the sick, speak in new tongues, prophesy, you know, the devout or fundamentalists go a little bit farther with that and include that drink anything deadly, take up serpents, all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That can um, we'll actually need the year. Um, but yeah, no, there's a lot that, that goes into that. But again, it's something that needs to be like clearly established. Like, hi, this is where you're at. Right. Um, granted, I know a lot of those churches typically want to have their anonymity mm -hmm. and not just be known as a snake handling church. Um, mostly because some of the communities they're in, it's still a controversial thing. Right. And there's a lot of concern about, you know, what that could mean for a neighborhood. Right. Um, in terms of, you know, you have potentially deadly snakes, um, you know, sitting across from a school or from a subdivision or, you know, and what happens if they get out? Right. You know, and would this potentially draw other snakes to them? And, you know, are you going to be, you know, like what happens if they breed? You know, these kinds of things. Um, yeah. Yeah. The it's more so when it comes to the community centers, it's not the snakes that's the problem. Mm. It's cyanide. What? They drink cyanide. Oh, yeah, I'd say that would also be a problem. Um, like, did no one watch the Jonestown documentary? Um, and Strychnine. Bad joke. Um, seen it. See, uh, you know, granted, in my lifetime, with my father, I got to see a lot of amazing things occur by acts of faith. Well, yes, Ashley, it is dangerous. That's the point. The yes. point is, is if you uh, take it in terms of um, dunking a witch, that if you are holy, you will sink. If you are a witch, you will float. Um, this is like a Christian version of that. Right. That if you are, you know, holy, if you are beyond reproach, if you are, you know, uh, of the spirit, the spirit, right, you will not be harmed by this. You know, God will protect you. Mm -hmm. Versus if you are not, then that's why you died is because right. God went, mm, I have better things to do than save your butt. Right. Yeah. That's how that works out. It's a little weird. Um, or And it is. It's playing chicken. It really is. Well, not only that, but, you know, that's the Christian version of superior, what I call superior faith. Mm -hmm. Then we have the Tibetan version where they dance on machetes. And I'll share this in on Mountain Bears or somewhere else. Well, Their priestesses will dance on sharpened machetes. 
And then there's religious practices that involve walking across hot coals. And there's like, there's all kinds of these in the world. And no, it's not that all of them are crazy. It's just for a lot of people, it's like, oh, wait a second here. Right. You know, when you're talking about like walking across hot coals, you know, as long as you're not in the middle of a, like a, you know, national forest when you do it, Okay, that's like your choice. That's affecting you. Um, but when you get into like keeping certain kinds of animals mm -hmm. um, that who's could potentially get out and get into that community and create a problem, mm -hmm. then yeah, people start having issues. Or when you're talking about you know a church with you know, a ton of dangerous, you know, deadly chemicals. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a concern. Is that, like, how are those kept? Where? How are those stored? Mm -hmm. you know, like, how is the church, you know, kept? Is it locked? You know, mm -hmm. do I have a fear that my, you know, 10-year-old playing out in the yard wanders off, ends up in your church, and suddenly... Mm -hmm. You know, is grabbing a bottle of like dangerous chemicals. Well, a mason jar of dangerous chemicals. Regarding class, we don't keep them in they didn't keep them in bottles. Um, yes, Mary, they dance barefoot on live live blades. I'll share that video. It's an interesting video, but those are kind of acts of faith that are not that uncommon in a lot of religion, including the Catholic religion. If y'all guys watched, oh, what is it? It's a movie about clues to find the grail. Do what now? Oh, oh, Da Vinci Code? The Da Vinci Code. The monk there, the bad monk, remember that bridle that he wears on his thigh? That cuts into his skin. If he moves too fast. Okay. Yeah. That's well, I don't act. remember that. I remember the movie, but I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, but then you can also run into Native American practice, like a vision class, mm -hmm. which is typically fueled with hallucinogenics. Yeah. And you could make the same argument that this is, you know, potentially very dangerous. Right. Um, you want to be very careful with that. Yeah. You know, that that this could be a problem. Um, but yeah, so you do have some questions. Awesome. We'll go for them. Okay. Well, I what popped in first for me was technically Albert, and then we've got Kathy. Uh-huh. Um, Albert, July 6th of 85. Any insight into out-of-body consciousness states? I think that they can be achieved without chemical effect. I think it does take a lot of devout work. Um, looking at it in general, it normally happens when you do not, when you're not working for it to occur. Um, it's uh, it'll be referred as channeling. It can be referred to as a lot of different things on that vision questing, but it does take a lot to do so okay and then kathy 72862 is Stephen going to pay the rent on time 
for January and will my car get fixed in the next five days? I feel it gets fixed within the next five days. I feel Stephen pays the rent, but he's going to give you a sob story first. Okay. All right. And let's see. Oh, hello, Gwen. Yay. We have a great How is my darling? Um, oh, yes, Ashley, your last one. <laughs> yeah. So, Ashley2696 is number three, my last baby. Uh huh. You scheduled three, you got three. Don't try to make me even because you still may raise one, but that's when you're in your 50s. Oh, should we tell them what that comes from? Like, my mom kept trying to have even numbers of children. She mm -hmm. started wanting to. She ended up with three, so she had a fourth. Then she said, I'm done. I've got an even number. I'm done. Um, I don't want any more, you know, tie my tubes. I'm done. And then she got number five. Um, and so I, I've long made the joke of, you know, <laughs> wonder why she didn't try for number six. Was she afraid of number seven? Because uh -huh. like, I didn't have a pair of siblings. Right. Like it was sad. Yeah. Um, and Albert also asks, and mm -hmm. now's a good time to answer that one. Um, he says, Thank you. And are you a medium? Yes, I am a medium. Um, just got my certification. My old line used to be, I'm a large, you know, there's nothing on me medium. But no, yes, I am a medium. Um, to you and your dreams. Like, I'm sorry, doesn't want to speak to me. Like, I see her there. I see the communication there. But it's like, nope, this is between me and them. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, Mary, that's that. that sorry, I had to giggle on that one. Uh, Mary says sometimes a mom's oops baby is the most auspicious with destiny. Now, technically, um, I, my sister made the comment recently that mom always said she had uh, uh, four mistakes and a disaster. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she never would specify who was who. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I, I've for, forgotten mom that she had ever uh, talked about mom saying that I had totally forgotten until it, she brought it back up recently. And I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Oh, oh, well that brings up a point. Ashley maybe has a valid question there. Um, is, Apparently, there have been three, um, you know, total pregnancies, uh -huh. um, but only, but but not all three are living. Do, does that make a difference in three is three? All righty. Oh, oh, I know. Poor Gwen. Like she's had a rough time. Like, we've been thinking about you a lot, side note. Yes, you've been in my cauldron. You're going to stay in my cauldron. If you keep it up, you may even get moved over to my, underneath my golden Buddha back here and put him to work with you. 
There we go. Oh. So sorry, Ashley. I know that's had to have been a lot. It has. But yes, I can communicate. Well, see, here's the thing. This is more uh, PCS than mountain bears, but anyhow. Some spirits will talk. Animal spirits, horses talk a lot. Some humans will talk. But with the mediumship and with animal communication, if the other side there isn't interested in talking to me, like if the cat won't talk to me, they won't talk to me. If the spirit won't talk to me, they won't talk to me. I'll get a really flippant, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, or not even an acknowledgement. Okay. Well, and that's always some housekeeping, because I know people come in and they have, you know, kind of the, like, what services question. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I totally understand that one. Right. Sorry, I'm getting distracted. I'm not used to having all the screens. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's messing me up. Um, so Ashley asks, um, and sorry, Ashley82696, um, can you connect to her daughter at all? And her name was Genesis Joy. I get love, I get joy there, of course, for you. And I'm going to say this, and it always sounds so canned, but it's like they were meant to be for a time and a lesson. And it's like they got here, done it, and left. And that's the hard part a lot of times is when they don't schedule long trips. Or when things don't happen, I feel like some people get a lot of blame stuck in them and they don't need to. Um, always watching over, always being around. And I want to say that they play. And you can hear playment sometimes. That doesn't make accordance to the household noise, if that makes sense. I also feel like you'll see them again. Okay. Oh, that's always an awkward one. Like, it, especially for the children. Well, no. Children I can deal with. Children, well, I mean, the awkward ones for me are the ones that come through. And they come through with like a book. And it's like. Uh, and it's like, hold up. <laughs> we I didn't place a phone call at all. <laughs> what are you doing here? And I'm not even sure the client wants to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like when my father-in-law decides to show up during a training class. It's like, no, you go the heck away. Oh, yeah. Well, and Kathy makes a, a very important point is that her best friend lost her third child at nine months and that she is one of only a few that say his name and acknowledge him as a person. 
And that is like that, that sometimes is part of the awkwardness is Uh you don't want to continually revisit upon someone that pain. Um, But at the same time, I think some people don't know whether that's the case that if talking about it is good or if not talking about it is good, because it does vary from person to person. Like some people just need to close that door and be like, that didn't happen mm-hmm. um, until they can deal with it. And then some people go a different direction with that. Right. And it's like, you know, this, this happened, this was a person in my life and no, they were not here for as long as I would have liked them to have been here. Right. Um, but but I- they were still here. And, you know, that's a thing. Right. But, uh, and I really find in my view we have a very messed up understanding of the other side and this side. Like, they've not gone anywhere other than three foot and to the left. Mm-hmm. And I think people forget or get uncomfortable or get stressed or worried or just feel ashamed that they didn't get out of class as soon as the other ones do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I can understand that. I don't know. I, like in some of like my own losses, though, I can say like the weirdest one for me was having a friend. Uh-huh. And, and I know this is so trivial. <clears throat> and it was many years after my mother had passed. Mm-hmm. But I, I had a friend, and he had kept uh, telling me about this dog he had, he, who was living with his parents. Um, because he had, you know, just finished like college and, you know, all of his degree programs and, you know, just hadn't gone to get her yet, um, until he had gotten, you know, established. And, but anyway, kept telling me about his dog, Maggie and then, okay, fine. Whatever the dog's name is, Maggie, yada, yada, yada. Finally, I end up meeting the dog, and the first thing that, you know, he goes to, like, correct the dog, and he calls her Meg. And I froze. Uh-huh. That's not one of those names you hear all the time. Like, there's Mae West, and then there's not a lot of Mays. Uh-huh. You know, you don't hear that name a lot. Um, And that's what a lot of my family had called my mother. And it, it was like, you you can't call her that in front of me. Like, I, I cannot allow you to call this dog that name in front of me. I, I can't do it. Uh-huh. Um, and he was like, okay, you're crazy. And I'm like, uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> like, that's just a little much for me. I like, I'm not ready for that. Like, I didn't know I wasn't ready for that, but I wasn't even expecting it. Mm-hmm. Like you never told me that the dog's name was Maggie, but you call her May uh-huh. because the dog's full name was Maggie May. Uh huh. And yeah, I had a whole like moment with it. Like you, you cannot call her that in front of me. I'm just like, but she doesn't know to respond otherwise. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't care. She'll learn. <laughs> All right, I have another question. Hmm. Um, Emily, 1182, mother-in-law is trying to convince us to come to her house for Christmas with the prodigal son, brother-in-law, 
I spoke of before. Am I going to be able to get out of this diplomatically or will I have no choice but to get aggressive about this and potentially cause some hurt feelings? I feel you're going to be able to get out of it diplomatically. However, I think that it has to be built up. You know, current state of affairs, current health situations. And point blank saying, we're not seeing anybody for the holidays until they have had a vaccine or a COVID test. Now, if you want to require everybody at that house to get a COVID test and be in quarantine for two weeks, we will happily join you for the holidays. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, or I think just more so, it sounds like she just needs to not get worn down on it. Right. Just keep, like, roll the front. Just, you're going to have to be strong. Yeah. You know, it's like we we have turned down invitations to holiday parties because it's like, no, sorry, maybe next year, maybe we can get together in the spring. We can't be there. Well, and granted, this is a slightly different situation because for us, it's more of a we would gladly be there. Right. But for mm-hmm. have you turned on a television in the last like, oh, 12 months. Right. Um, you know, gone online, checked your phone, you know, seen a smoke signal, um, something, <laughs> some form of communication mm-hmm. about the status of the world. Um, so no, we're, we will not be attending. Um, but no, I, but this is slightly different. This is more of a, in addition to everything else going on, Mm -hmm. um, this is already one of those situations where it's like, "Mm -mm, no, like, mm -mm, no, like not a thing I want to be a part of. Right. Oh yeah. That well, and <laughs> perfectly timed. Um, but she says, Yeah, also, I'm not comfortable bringing Minnie Mod into a potentially toxic family situation because Grumpy Tank and Prodigal Brother do not get along. Exactly. Yeah. And I think Grumpy Tank should say, Sorry, I've got to work. I have a stream that I'm doing for my Patreons on Christmas. Yeah. And you're glad to tune in. Yeah. Like, here's the link. I, I will gladly say hi to you. I will gladly acknowledge you. I will gladly in in you know other ways, you know, like claim you in public, but no, we're not showing up to a house to get into a fight in the middle of a pandemic. With a family bunch that cannot behave themselves and follow yeah. guidelines. Well, there's that. Yeah, and I think that just needs to be your line, Emily. Um, and I think that's going to be the line for a lot of people. Yeah. I think it's going to definitely taste uh, or uh, uh, test some patience this year. Yeah. Um, or And try a lot of people mm-hmm. in terms of like, yeah, I wasn't too happy showing up before. <laughs> but no, this year I have a legitimate rubber stamped excuse of, no, yeah. I choose life. And just to clear up for our Patreons, yes, we will be having a show Christmas night. Mm Mm-hmm. 
yeah, for those of you who didn't catch two weeks from now is the 25th, we will be here. Yes. Yes, we will be here. We will be doing Christmas bear style. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, and it can be a silver lining to the, the COVID uh, is the COVID excuse. Like it, not every, hmm, controversial, unpopular opinion. Right. Um, COVID isn't all bad. Right. It is a lot of bad. Don't, don't get that wrong. It is a massive freaking hurricane oh bad. But there are aspects to it that are not all that bad. Um, and we've kind of had that discussion is, you know, we like I was really paranoid 2020 was going to be a really financially horrific year for us. In turn, that's not exactly how it worked out. Um, like this was kind of a year that got better. Well, um, that's because I got back to basics and went, oh, I know how to do this. Mm -hmm. um, but no, I would actually, no. When number three gets there, honey, first, see, and this is something that really gets to me on the English culture. Romney family, when they have a baby, you don't enter that house for at least two moons, maybe three moons. You let that family readjust to their tribe. There may be the dogna that comes or, you know, the grandfather that comes. That's it. That's all that's allowed in that household because that is the woman and child's domain. Well, and more importantly, I'm assuming some of this is also like, don't touch my baby, which, by the way, uh, it's a Southern thing, has a lovely, lovely video you can send them about when it is appropriate to touch my baby. Um, it is hilarious. I dearly love it. Um, and maybe it'll get the point across of don't touch my baby. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, that's a theory. And especially right now, right. um, in terms of like getting this through people's heads is, you know, like, yeah, you think your hands are clean. They're not. Don't right. touch my baby. Um, yeah. Okay, and Kathy says, I'm heading to Texas to see my dad again before he dies, but I'm praying I will be safe, and after my dad's passing, I'm ending a very toxic person for my life. Uh, yeah, apparently there's a lot of good reasons for that. I'll go with that version. Um, so, yeah, no, I can understand that. Um Sometimes family is just related to us, period. End of discussion. Um, they are not required employees. They're, they're not essential. No, they can be issued pink slips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, moving so, on. Yeah. yeah. Moving down to Emily. My goal this holiday is to have a happy, quiet, no-stress, family, cozy holiday at home with Minnie Mott and Grumpy. I'm rather steadfast in that goal. I'm normally very affable, but I've drawn a line in the sand when it comes to Minnie Mott's enjoyment of the holiday season. I totally get that. Um, I absolutely 100% totally get that. Mm -hmm. um, 
Aunt Ashley's in the, yeah, normally I love to have family around, but with COVID, I'm like, mm -mm, I don't know. No. I'm there. I got you. Um, oh, my goodness. Having both my other girls on vents, I'm hopeful to avoid this for my son, and that's why I'm setting the boundaries. But I think that's the, that's the, it's, I think that's the best let families breathe to adjust. Mm-hmm. Not sure I got that one, but uh, or the last one. on your door in yeah. case there's some really stubborn ones. No admittance. Yeah, really. No soliciting, even to touch my baby. Yeah. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> I just had to go with that one more time. Um, but yeah, no, I get that. Um, and typically, like, we've had holiday parties in the past. We've been to holiday par parties in the past. Mm -hmm. We're not antisocial people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that, that's not our thing. We're not hermits by nature. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't know that every party we've ever been to is something I'm like, yeah, let's totally do that again. Um, but most, it's like, yeah, I had a good time, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, at least, if not, yeah, definitely want to do that again. Yep. Um, but yeah. Okay, now I, I'm sorry, but that she thinks that's best, let families breathe to adjust. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but no, that is a really important part of it is it, it's kind of the, the congratulations thing is everyone wants to shake your hand. Well, or that's not, baby. but that baby and that mama and that daddy need to bond. That baby doesn't need to be floating around and being passed around like, you know, a fruitcake. Well, okay, then Ashley may appreciate the fact that I have trouble telling people congratulations on their pregnancy. Like, I have problems with baby showers and the whole mess of it. It's like, I'm, like, we're basically just celebrating the fact that, like, either that, that some man either, well, effectively, didn't pull out in time. That's it. That's what we're celebrating biology of many 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 years uh that's it that's what you're celebrating uh -huh. like congratulations for laying there i <laughs> well i don't have a problem with baby showers i think they're great um i don't have a problem with christenings i think they're wonderful or wickedings i think they're wonderful i do not think that babies should be passed around like prized winning bowls or a football. Exactly. No. Well, and there's a fair amount of science for that. Is that, yeah, yeah babies have a little, you know, they're new. They, they get a little, you know, a, their immune system from, you know, that time in the womb and mm -hmm. uh, from breastfeeding even. But uh, other than that, it, like, don't hit them with, like, a deadly pandemic on day one. Mm -hmm. general theory you know don't right. hit the baby with a pandemic on day one yep um but yeah yeah but there are those people that are like no we're gonna have a great big party mm -hmm. it's like pass the baby it's mm -hmm. like what, what what is this an offering plate in human form well and then um, take it into the spiritual realm for a moment we have a spirit that is trying to get used to a denser atmosphere, a physical form that it may not have held for a while, 
and trying to figure out how to communicate with these weird beings. They don't have a coming home fiesta the day they get over on the other side. Oh, now that's just cute. Like, that is appropriately cute. Uh-huh. Um, Ashley apparently had a big sign that said, your germs are too big for me on my daughter's car seat at three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Why do we do it on this realm? I'll never get that one. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 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 But, yeah. No, and but I've also seen the like the office version of like someone goes out, has their baby, and then like a week later they're in the office, and it's like, do you want to see the baby? Do you want to see the baby? Do you, like I need proof? Like you know, I'm sorry I didn't spend that much on your baby shower gift to like need a receipt. Um, you know, like you actually had one. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm cool. I spent 20 bucks. Maybe it was a farce. Maybe it wasn't. I don't care. Like, there was cake. <laughs> That's where I'm out. Or where I'm at. Oh, see, that's awesome. Uh, Emily's parents were wonderful. They didn't crowd. They just dropped off a stack of ready-made, no-hassle meals, and told us if we need them, just call. Right. That's the proper way of doing things. Put awesome. them in the garage. Um, so yeah, and Ashley also says, uh, I normally stay away from the metaphysics stuff while pregnant, but this baby is drawn to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, aww. So Mary says that is true. My daughter freaked out when she was four days old. Something negative spooked her and I walked to the nursery, uh, and I walked to the nursery to demand holding her. Um, in 77. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah, apparently, you know, the 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 squatter is very drawn to his Spanish heritage and uh, reading being read with the girls. I avoided it completely. Mm-hmm. Oh. And that's understandable. And some are more contentious and some are more open. Now, with the Spanish heritage, that's not unfounded because the Spanish are very spiritual people. I mean, we can even look at that being transferred into our country. Some of the most devout Catholics we have are Spanish. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, I was getting ready to ask if this would work out like what's technically known as the oatmeal issue um, for a family member of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, all through that pregnancy, their mother craved oatmeal nonstop, like mm-hmm. as many times a day as you could eat oatmeal, wanted oatmeal. And then this child would never eat oatmeal, hates oatmeal, hates the smell of oatmeal, wants nothing to do with oatmeal. Get the oatmeal away from me. Mm-mm. Although it's highly possible that he he or she may have an oatmeal um, enzyme in their stomach that they can't produce it. Oh. Yeah. If they can't digest it, yeah, that would be horrible. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I just processed that a different way. Okay. Like... 
could be a hatred of oatmeal, like for that, you know, ten nine months you were trying to kill me with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, Ashley's asking about the spiritual properties of mint. The spiritual properties of mint are healing, digestive health. There is mint fall is wonderful for breathing and breathing situations. It's also prosperity usage. It can be used, of course, in healing. And the mint also um, is used um, in some Japanese medicines to deal with kidney issues. There you go. I will see you guys later. We will be back on on Tuesday. I'm going to try to get a video filmed this week for you for Monday. Um, the magazine will be coming out. The article has finally been finished. I went with the direction of going on what the data tells us about 2021. Um, so I th hope that will be, and I'm sorry, it took me forever to figure out what to write about because this is one of the, the issues when you're a psychic, it's the end of the year. Everyone wants to know about the new year, but you also have other things to say. Yes. And I do want to take a quick moment. Um, Kathy's youngest will be 25 on the 13th. So a very happy birthday to you. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so now we need to switch over the scroller. Yep. Because we've come to that point in the show. Oh, we want to thank our Patreon supporters, Beverly Walker, Mika G, Kathy, Mary Winfield, Brenda Bryant, and the Crystal Lotus Shop, located at 89 Old Main Plaza in St. Albans, West Virginia. I don't know what I was about to say. Um, if you'd like to, if, if you're in the area, make sure you stop in and check out um, Crystal Lotus. And of course, if you want to learn more about us, the show, or to how to become a Patreon sponsor, please visit pcspnetwork.com. I butchered that so bad. I've thought about pre-recording it. <laughs> you know, like, if I... Then I would think that we have no hope of, like, more Patreons joining or the recording would start to sound like, you know, a voicemail greeting. Right. You know, we would like to thank our Patreon sponsors. Kathy. Beverly, you know, yeah, no, I don't want to go there. Yes, I will be on Keen later tonight. Um, I have to take my nap and I will be on around 2 30. Absolutely, and yes, we always love hanging out with you guys too. We're so glad you enjoy. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. so. All right, well, until Tuesday, good night, y'all. Have a great evening. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wear a mask like a sane human and protect yourself. Bye. Bye.